This is a 980 CKNW podcast. You are live with the App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio. We've also got uh, our co-hosts, Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. Thanks for tuning in. Lots to talk about on today's program. Uh, an app to prevent bike theft. Also, another app uh, that helps you keep track of your ID. Things like driver's license, passports, safety certificates to make sure you know when they're about to expire. That happens to me all the time, so I'm looking forward to hearing uh, from uh, the developer on this. We'll also be uh, chatting about uh, what's streaming on Netflix and places like Crave TV and, of course, our Hot 5, our Hot 5 app countdown, so you want to stay tuned. I want to talk about app news. Uh, Christina, big time for apps uh, in the holiday season here. That's right. After everyone gets all their tech for Christmas, they go to the app stores and download a bunch of apps to load their new tech with. So this is interesting. What's one of the biggest days? Uh, Well, one of the biggest days is actually January 1st. But last year in December, people spent $3 billion on apps. Is that just the App Store or all apps? That is the App Store, Apple's App Store. So we don't even know about Google, but $3 billion. Doesn't that blow your mind? That's right. Over the month of December. So I, I think we can, you know, draw some conclusions there that a lot of it happened right after Christmas because... As I said, people are loading up their devices. Um, but New Year's Day seems to be a big day as well. Customers spent $240 million in the App Store on January 1st, 200, $240 million in one day. That's right. And Apple gets 30% of that. Yeah, just think about how much money they're rolling in over there. That is uh, amazing. But, uh, you know, it's true, like uh, during the holiday season, you know, a lot of people are getting new phones, new tablets, uh, and you're just loading it up with all that app goodness. That's right. And this year, Apple is making it even easier because they've uh, created a new style of app store for you. So they're actually recommending apps every day as well. (laughs) So you can spend more money. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of one of the top apps, uh, Amazon. That's right. Amazon Uh, The Alexa app hit the top of the App Store for the first time this year in the U.S., which just tells us how many people are getting uh, Amazon smart speakers. That is amazing. Uh, Smart speakers uh, like the Amazon Echo speakers available in Canada now. They've got uh, a few different sizes. The Dot, which is about 50 bucks. I know you just got one, Graham. Uh, The Amazon uh, Echo, the normal one, uh, is about 100 bucks right now on sale. And they have uh, one with a hub built into it that I think is about 100 $50. $50. But uh, it just shows you how popular they were over the Christmas holidays. Uh, Google Home also has theirs. Uh, but number one app spot, that is uh, a big indication of how much these uh, intelligent assistants slash speakers are going to be part of our lives. Amazon must be pretty happy about that. That's right. But speaking of Google, their app actually rose from number 38 to number six. Can you believe that? That is fantastic. Any other trends you saw? A big one actually is also loot boxes, which we're seeing in a lot of games right now. So essentially in-app purchases where you are buying in-game currency and then gambling to see if you can either get cosmetics or game boosts. So a lot of talk about that right now. Star Wars Battlefront 2 had a bit of an issue with it. And, uh, you know, there are, there are a lot of games out there that feature these things. And the question is, is this actually gambling? Um, and if so, should it be regulated? So that's a trend I think that we'll see uh, addressed over the course of the next couple of years. Uh, Edward Snowden, uh, the guy that uh, is on the run from the U.S. government because <laughs> he broke the whole uh, uh, NSA spying on its citizens uh, story, he's uh, got an app out. 
Yes, he does. He has released a new app called Haven. It's a smartphone app that's supposed to help keep your laptop safe. This one's interesting, though, because it uses an Android device to do that. So you need a phone or a tablet or something with a camera and accelerometer, etc. And that is the monitoring device that you set on top of or near your laptop. And it's supposed to detect if there is a disturbance, if someone's trying to tamper with your with your computer. I love it. It's kind of a cool feature. I mean, apparently it's it's very sensitive right now. If, if your computer is running and the fan's going, apparently you'll get a lot of notifications. But uh, they're going to fine-tune that, I think, as it goes on. So. Okay, but here's the, the question I have with this one. So if you are out with your phone, does that mean you have to have a spare phone at home with your laptop to notify you if someone's Do Do you not? <laughs> okay. No one thinks this is a strange way to do this. This is a great way to use your older devices because we all have tons of older devices, right? I do. Yes. <laughs> I've got like a whole office. I of sell them. the old one to buy the new one. Well, hang on to one so that you can protect the rest of the old ones think, that you're trying to sell. I think she's smarter than both <laughs> you and I. Uh, let's uh, give our uh, iPhone and uh, iPad users uh, some love out there. iPhone tip of the week. Unleash the power of your iOS device. This week's iPhone tip of the week is uh, it's a great way to actually secure your phone and require a passcode with just your device. This is kind of timely. So this can be handy if someone has taken your phone without permission and you want to shut off Face ID and Touch ID. To lock your phone quickly, simply say, hey Siri, whose phone is this? And Siri will automatically lock your device and require a passcode for the next login. Now this can be handy if someone in law enforcement or border access is attempting to access your phone without a warrant. Might seem like an edge case, <clears throat> Mr. Snowden, but I'm sure it's valid for somebody out there. So that's this week's iPhone tip of the week, asking Siri, whose iPhone is this, to lock your phone securely with your voice. When we come back here on the app show, how to prevent bike theft. A simple app download can do it. Stay tuned. Love our next uh, app. This is uh, a fantastic app that helps uh, prevent bike theft and uh, appearing in a number of cities here in North America now. In studio, we've uh, got our guest today, Rob Brunt, uh, or sorry, Constable Rob Brunt from the Vancouver Police Department to talk about uh, 529 Garage. Thanks for joining us. Well, thanks for having me here. I'm excited to talk about this because uh, I've actually had my bike stolen. <laughs> and so this is an app to uh, help prevent that. Tell, tell the listeners what it's all about. So it's a digital registration and recovery system for your bicycle. Um, so basically you download the app, the 529 Garage app. Uh, and you take about five pictures of your bicycle, um, the front of your bike, side of your bike, you with the bike. Um, we have this added feature where we, uh, you can get a shield from VPD at any of the community uh, centers. And that's like, a, it's similar to what I would say, like a Val tag for your license plate. You know, the, um, the uh, sticker that has your uh, month and year on. Um, so it's uh, really tough to get off your bicycle. And so that has a seven-digit code on it that's unique to your bicycle as well. So we we add that and take a picture of that. And so then the five pictures and then your bike's registered on the system. So like yourself, if unfortunately you parked your bike somewhere and it got stolen, um, you hit the start alert on the app and it fans out the information to the riding community, the police departments, and the bike stores. Oh, this is, okay, this is cool. So they'll all get an alert. They'll see the picture of your bike and everything. And if they come across that, they can alert the police. Absolutely. And also they can send a tip to the owner as well. That is, uh, that is pretty cool. And, and how long has this been going? Uh, we launched in Vancouver in October of 2015. And how many cities now? We're just over 30 cities now in BC alone. And so Rob, are, this is your full-time gig now. 
Yes. Yeah. It's uh, actually more than full time. So you're the bike guy. I am the VPD, or actually, I would, I, my new title is the liaison officer for Project Five Two Nine for British Columbia. I, I find that fascinating. So your entire job is is uh, working with this app, and and have you seen any results from it? Man, we've had great uh, results. The first year uh, after we launched in Bike to Work Week in Vancouver, our, our year end stats we lowered the bike theft by twenty percent, and this year after two years we're down thirty percent. Um, really? Whist- yeah. Wow. Yeah. Whistler just uh, launched a year ago and they did a 40% reduction and they reckon that's about $40,000 in bicycles they saved. And, and how does it prevent bike theft? Is it, do people not want to take the bikes because of this? Yeah, I think the, uh, it, uh, what happened really quickly was the uh, bike thieves uh, learned what the system was about. Um, actually, it would say even faster than the public did. <laughs> this is, it's amazing. Wow. Um, so I can see why you're full time on that. I mean, that must save um, police departments so much time and money. Uh, you know, they have to you know look into all these bike thefts, right? So the less there are, the more time they have to look after other types of crime. Absolutely, we figure that it takes an officer, uh, you know, between three and four hours to process a bicycle. Three to four hours to process a bicycle. Yeah. Oh my God, that that is a lot of time. Uh, so how does this app make money? Well, so. Uh, what we're trying to do is, is Jay's business plan. That he's the owner of Project Five to Nine and and the and the inventor of Xbox, by the way. Um, so his business plan is to uh, have. Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah, he's the inventor of the Xbox. He's the inventor of the Xbox. <laughs> okay. uh, and also, how he got on this was he was a victim of being a bike, but you know, had his bike stolen. Okay, continue. <laughs> so, so his business model is to uh, charge the cities that are using the app uh, a subscription fee. So okay. So he doesn't want, the company is not designed to make any money, uh, no profit, but just uh, to make enough money to sustain itself. What are some features you'd like to see in the app? Boy, I would love to see, uh, Jay's got some things on his mind about, uh, you know, if you park your bike at a bike rack and it's, uh, you see another five to nine rider beside you, you can tip them that their bike is there. And then the, and then the same thing happens for you. So I park my bike, then you pull up and you see my bike there and you tip me that, you know, my bike's there. Um, We'd like to add some integration of bike stores onto a map. So the app travels wherever you go. So if you're in Vancouver and you're from Edmonton, you don't know where a bike store is here generally. So it'd be great to have that on the app as well. So, I mean, the the amount of features that, um, you know, Jay's got in his mind to add are, are, you know, those are just some of the highlights. Where does the name come from? It's a weird name. Ah, so when they all worked for Microsoft, they, uh, they worked crazy hours. Um, and so, uh, they thought that they needed a little bit of life balance in their work schedule. So it's, they created a bicycle team called project five to nine. And so the numbers are the good hours of the day, five to nine. So five, you're not working from five to nine, so you're riding your bicycle. That's uh, very cool. And uh, I imagine this is available for iPhone and Android? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's uh, free to download on both devices. I'm I'm downloading this tonight and taking pictures of all the family bikes. This is uh, an amazing uh, app. And uh, and you basically travel around now uh, as an ambassador for this? Uh, yeah, I, well, thanks to the chief. He believes in the program and uh, the success we've had in Vancouver. Um, and so he, uh, he allows me to travel. I was in Delta on Saturday doing a registration for an event for them and getting them up and going. Um, and so I'm kind of the liaison officer for the province, I guess. 
Talking with Constable Rob Brunt from the Vancouver Police Department about 529 Garage, a fantastic app. If you own a bicycle, definitely you'll want to download this uh, to make sure your bike is registered and uh, it could potentially help it from getting stolen. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Uh, thanks for having me. Good luck with everything. Thanks. want to switch gears now and uh, talk about app trends that uh, happened over 2017. Again, I got Christina and Graham here in studio uh, with me. Uh, kind of a cool year for apps. Uh, what were some of the trends uh, that you noticed, Christina? Well, I think uh, one of the very interesting ones is emojis. They were a big thing this year. The emoji movie came out. Yeah, worst movie ever. I know. But for some reason, emojis are kind of a big deal online and on the app stores. Bitmoji was actually number one on Apple's app store this year. Bitmoji. Tell the listeners what that does. So Bitmoji allows you to create a little avatar and uh, create custom emojis based on your little avatar and send them through any app. Yeah, so you make this little this little avatar make look make it look like you, right? Yes, that's right. It's like a little cartoon character. I see a lot of these on Facebook. Yes, people yeah. love these things. But what's more than Bitmoji, we saw things like Animoji that was released by uh, Apple in the new iOS. Yeah, for iPhone 10, right? Yeah, that's right. I love that. So uh, with the uh, special cameras that the iPhone 10 has, uh, you can actually uh, make your face like a an animal, like a pig or a robot, or I guess a robot's not an animal, but uh, <laughs> chicken. Uh, and as you're talking and moving your head and your eyes, it actually mimics what's happening. It is like super cool. That's one of my favorite things about the I also think 10. it's kind of hilarious because you have to actually, you know, talk to make this all happen and I'm just picturing all these people looking like idiots talking into their phones creating an emojis talking into a phone who would who would have thought <laughs> yes I know but you're <laughs> not going to be just talking to it normally well and that's it I mean because I've, I've got an iPhone 10 and I love the monkey emoji because it's so very emotive but you do you you go over the top with it and you're out in public and people look at you like you're absolutely crazy. That is because you are. <laughs> fair, fair. But uh, no, I, I, I love Animoji. There's a lot of people now who are using it for uh, Animoji karaoke. Have you guys seen this? No. Okay. So I've heard of it. I don't know what's happening. So essentially, You've got to be kidding me. Well, because when you send an Animoji, you get 10 seconds, right? But people are actually using the screen record feature to play music in the background and then lip sync along so that their Animoji is essentially singing the song, capturing the music and the Animoji at the same time. And they clip it out and send it as a video clip to people. This is a thing. This is, this is I'm a, going to so do that. It's a, it's a trend for 2018, right? I there. am looking forward to receiving these Animoji karaoke clips. And I will always oh, no. love you. <laughs> <laughs> Graham, what uh, trends did you see in 2017 in the app world? Well, uh, kind of like uh, Lake Emoji and Animoji, stickers has been a, a rather big thing. We've seen it in most of the chat apps. That they showed up in iMessage. And so some of these sticker packs... Uh, you know, are free. Uh, Facebook Messenger is doing a lot of free ones. They, uh, they've got one that ties in with Star Wars The Last Jedi. Uh, there's some really charming ones uh, like Rosa the Pig and, uh, and Bun. Everybody loves Bun. It's a tiny little rabbit. I'm getting looks here like I'm crazy. Yeah, you but, are crazy because I don't know what you're talking about. But, uh, but these stickers, again, they're, they're, you know, little images that you can drop on top of messages. They will interact with messages in some case. Uh, Apple's iMessage has added this and you can get sticker packs that are licensed. So I've got a, a Lilo and Stitch one because everybody loves the tiny little alien Stitch. I'm, again, the only one in the room. Got it. Okay. So stickers. Um, I didn't know you were a 21-year-old uh, a Japanese girl. Well, you know, it, it's <laughs> the things that we don't know, the things that we learn. Yes. Check it out on the App Show Radio 
Com website <laughs> to learn more. Uh, AR, a big uh, trend uh, happening here in 2017. I think we'll see more of it in 2018, Christina. Yeah, I think I think we definitely will. I mean, obviously, it hit the scene with uh, Pokemon Go a couple years ago. But since then, we've seen a lot more AR integration, especially on shopping apps. IKEA has AR, so you can actually test out what furniture would look like. Um using your phone and augmented reality. And Amazon followed suit really quickly and uh, put it into their app as well. But you need a powerful phone for that, don't you? Relatively, yeah. I mean, when you take a look at uh, the processing needed to basically take the image in in real time and then overlay an artificial image, uh, a lot of the newer phones will do it. But if you've got a phone that's probably you know more than two years old, you're going to have trouble. So, but like iPhone 6 is an app and, and the newer model Androids as well. Yeah. Will work. Yeah. Cool. Any other trends, uh, Christina? We've seen a lot of polling apps this year, especially with teenagers. Very popular. We've seen things like, to be honest, TBH, that uh, has actually been acquired by Facebook now. Um, and that one earlier this year, I can't ever pronounce its name. Sriracha? Or is that the hot sauce? <laughs> <laughs> That's the hot sauce. Saraha? Saraha, yes. Yeah, not um, sriracha. Yeah, I don't even know what that is, Mike. Um, <laughs> and poly. So, yeah, teenagers are spending a lot of time polling each other this year for some reason. Well, we still have lots more to talk about on today's program. Let's uh, do some learning for our Android uh, friends uh, out there. Android tip of the week. Make the most of your Android smartphone. On the line, we've got our friend Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup, a great website for all your smartphone and mobile needs and news. Thanks for joining us, Rose. Thank you very much for having me. What do we got this week for our Android tip? Well, every parent knows that handing over your phone to your kid can be a dangerous thing, especially if they're pretty young. You never know what they're going to get into. So if you have a kid and you want to make sure they don't get into too much trouble on your Android phone, um, you could try screen pinning so they can't exit the app they're in. So, for instance, if you want to keep them in YouTube, it just keeps them in YouTube. To do this, you just go to Settings and then Security and then scroll to Screen Pinning. Once that's turned on, once that toggle is on, you can press the Overview button, which is the square that shows up with the rest of the navigation buttons down on the bottom of the phone. And you'll see a tack pin icon that you can use to pin whatever app you chose. So to get out again, you can just press overview and back at the same time. But of course, don't let your little one see or else they'll forget how to do that too. <laughs> I love this. So you can keep them locked in without them going all over your phone and causing havoc. Exactly. It's perfect. Thanks for joining us, Rose. Thank you. Rose Bahar from Mobile Syrup. You're back with The App Show. Mike Agarbo here in studio with uh, my uh, co-host Graham Williams and Christina Stoyanova. We do have a lot more to talk about, including what's streaming this week, some Facebook tips, crazy app, uh, and of course the Hot 5 uh, very shortly. Before we get there, I want to talk about a, an app called ID'd. And uh, if you've ever uh, forgotten to renew a passport, a driver's license, uh, safety certificates, this is the app that you need to know about. On the line, we've got Steve Baxter. He's uh, the man behind ID'd. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So give our listeners uh, the uh, the nutshell version of uh, what ID'd is all about. 
basically I've come up with the idea to help keep us all compliant with our safety and licenses and all kinds of certificates. Everything expires at uh, different times, and uh, I'm the worst for, for staying current on all of these things. So I come up with the idea to, to store all these things in a safe environment and, uh, and remind us. I think this is kind of this is kind of a cool thing because uh, twice now I have let my driver's license lap. I didn't know that it had uh, expired. They're supposed to mail me something, but I never got anything. And even with my passport, I have let it expire without knowing it as well. So I would be able to keep track of all of that in this app. Yes, you could. Yes, I uh, I actually had that myself once. The uh, ready to head off to Cuba, and my passport was expired. Not a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Not so, a good time to have it happen, no. So, uh, yeah, this uh, this app, it's free. Um, it, it gives you four slots that you can store in, in either your personal, your professional, or your recreational. Um, there is the option for additional add-ons, if you wish. Um, and, and, and walk us through it. How do, how do I go about entering my, my, uh, my licenses or my certificates? It's quite simple. You, uh, when you first download the app, uh, you're going to have to enter your email address and your and your password, which is going to uh, take you into the app. Um, I'm not so techy. I don't understand all the fancy lingo, but I do know that there's multiple layers of security protecting your stored documents. So uh, once you once you get the app opened, uh, you you go to enter. There's a plus sign at the top corner. You you click on that. Um, it'll give you the option. You can uh, take a photo of your, your document, whichever you wish to save. Uh, for example, your driver's license. You can take a picture of the front and the back. You can then store or uh, register the expiry date. And you can then add it into your professional or your personal, whichever, uh, whichever category you wish to store your document. This would help me from uh, not driving without a driver's license. <laughs> yes, it would. Plus, yeah. uh, if you did happen to get caught with your license sitting on the kitchen counter, you have a, a photocopy of it stored on your phone. Very, very cool. Uh, how, how do you make money? You say you give the app away for free. Um, it's the little ads that pop up at the bottom. Uh -huh. um, you have to have thousands of people look at it, but uh, there's there's pennies to be made on thousands of, uh, of ads that pop up. Uh, but then, as I said also, there is the option for additional add-ons. You can add on five more slots for $3, 10 more slots for $5, or 25 more slots for $10. Got it. Which, in comparative to an expired license or uh, a fine for expired safety certificate, is, uh, is pretty cheap, I think. We're talking uh, with Steve Baxter of uh, of IDEED, uh, a mobile app uh, that allows you to enter in all things like uh, licenses, passports, safety certificates. Uh, what platforms is it available on, Steve? Uh, both iOS and Google. Thank you. That was Steve Baxter of IDEED. Well, let's uh, help people with the New Year's now. We've got a cool Hot 5. The weekly app Hot 5. What is it this week, Christina? Five apps to help you keep your New Year's resolutions. I love this. Okay. Uh, I, I'm i in desperate need of this because I blow through it all the time. <laughs> I think everyone does. I think that's just a thing that uh, we're all prone to. Okay. Number five. What do we got? We have Strides. This is an iOS app 
and it's free on the App Store and it actually helps you track your goals and your habits all together in one place and helps you also set smart goals. iOS only? That's right. Cool. Number four, we're talking about uh, New Year's resolution apps to keep you on the right track in 2018. Number four? In a similar vein, we've got Streaks, again, iOS and free. This one allows users to pick 12 resolutions they want to turn into daily habits. And every time they tick off a task, they get one step closer towards completing a streak. I like it. It's kind it's of kinda gamifying. Yeah, the whole it's kind of specific too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Number three, we're talking about uh, New Year's resolution apps uh, to help you in 2018. Yes, we have Calm. This one is available on Android and iOS, and it's free. There are some in-app purchases on this one. Uh, this is a mindfulness app that offers 7 to 21-day courses in meditation, and it also has uh, some functionality to help you with sleep and focus. It has a sleep stories uh, option in there. So this is to get you in the right state of mind. That's right. If you want to become more mindful and calmer in 2018, this app uh, has gotten a lot of buzz. So I encourage you to check it out. Free? Yes. But uh, there are some subscriptions in there. But of course. you can figure out whether you need to spring for more or not. Number two. My Fitness Pal, an oldie but a goodie. This one uh, helps you deal with... Uh, your food intake and calories and all that. So you can set some goals and then you can um, actually search for common foods and find their calorie count and track all of that within the app. So you're not blowing through your calories every day. I don't like that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know. Yeah, no one wants to know. But you know what? It's uh, actually a good exercise. Even if you're not going to go too crazy with it, it's a good exercise to know how much uh, you, how many calories you're consuming, even just in that one cup of coffee that you have in the morning. And we're talking about the New Year's resolution apps uh, for 2018. What's the number one? Number one is Forest. This one is available on Android and iOS. You'll have to pay a bit of money for it. It's $279. It's a phone blocking app. So uh, if your New Year's resolution is to stay off your phone a little bit more, uh, which is definitely something I'm interested in. This one encourages you to do that by allowing you to plant a little virtual tree on your smart smartphone when the, when you need to focus. And the longer you leave that phone alone, the bigger your tree grows. And you're setting a timer here. So uh, if you hit the time that you're not supposed to touch your phone, your tree will be alive. Whereas if you bail out, uh, it kills your tree. I will be killing a lot of trees. <laughs> I know, but I think this is a good exercise because I think uh, we're getting a little too attached to our devices. That was the Hot 5 this week, New Year's resolution apps. Uh, now let's get a Facebook tip from Graham. What do you got? This week's Facebook tip of the week is using sets to share something with specific groups of people. So as all of our friends lists grow on Facebook, sometimes you want to tailor the audience of your post to a particular group and leave everybody else out. And a great way, great new way to do that is sets. So to create a set, simply share a post and you're going to tap create set, which is just below it. You're going to give your set a name and pick whether it is hidden or public, and then you'll add the people that you want to see it to the list. Hidden posts will stay private within your group, while public posts will be able to be seen by others outside of that group if it is shared by people in that 
that group. So now you can add other posts, links, photos, and all sorts of other stuff, and it'll go to the audience that you want to share it with. So that's this week's Facebook Tip of the Week, sharing specific things with specific people with sets. When we come back from the break, still lots more to talk about here on the App Show on CKNW. We will uh, be covering streaming, what's happening on Netflix and Crave. Stay tuned. You're back with the App Show. Let's find out what's happening on Netflix. Streaming this week. Christina, we've got a, a few shows that people can still catch uh, over the holidays on Netflix, Crave, and Amazon. What's uh, coming up on Netflix? Hayes. What's up, y'all? My name's Nick Forrest. Nick Forrest! Oh, this guy! I think being a brother in Sci Theater would be awesome. I would do whatever it takes to get into this frat. So, this is kind of a scary movie. It's done kind of documentary style, and it's uh, about, uh, you know, these, these characters trying to get into fraternities and sororities down in the U.S. Yeah, it's uh, actually an interesting concept because we don't see much of this hazing thing in Canada. Uh, yeah, scary nonetheless, uh, but uh, coming on Netflix, you want to check that one out. Uh, what else do we have uh, on Netflix? Sicario. Ooh. State Department is pulling an agent that specializes in responding to escalated cartel activity. This is not my department. Well, you can probably tell from uh, just a little bit of that uh, how this movie is going to go. But this is about the drug war down on the uh, U.S.-Mexican border. It's got some great actors uh, in it. Uh, Emily Blunt, uh, Benicio Del Toro. It is uh, it's a good movie. Did you see it? I did see it. Uh, this one's actually at times hard to watch, I found. Disturbing, right? Yes, very yes. much so. Yes. What else do we have uh, on Crave TV? We have Kumail Nanjani, best beta male. Oh, Dean was talking about Ice Cube. Do you guys know the Ice Cube song, Today Was a Good Day? Yes. Yeah, I didn't even have to use an AK. <laughs> Which, by that logic, I've had all great days. <laughs> I love this guy. Uh, he was in the movie The Big Sick, uh, which I really uh, enjoyed. Uh, and I believe this is a, a stand-up uh, special. So if you liked him in Silicon Valley uh, or uh, in The Big Sick, uh, definitely check uh, this one out. Uh, what do we have up next? The Detour Season 2. The Detour. I have not seen this one, but it uh, looks interesting. Hello, New York City. What do we think of our new home? This whole building's ours? We're rich. No, we're just on one floor. We're one of five apartments on one floor. Oh, so we're poorer than we were. Great. <laughs> um, this is uh, this is on Crave, right? This is on Crave, and it has fantastic reviews online. So yeah, Jeffrey Jones. Uh, he used to be one of the uh, correspondents on The Daily Show uh, with John Stewart, and so he's one of the uh, stars on this. So uh, check that one out. What do we have up next? On Amazon Prime, we have Brawl in Cell Block 99. Ooh. Every once in a while, I see a man in that chair who could just as easily be on this side of the table. That muscle's just for show. Helps me lift stuff. Man principle. Relinquish it now. Yeah, Vince, Vince Vaughn uh, taking another... Uh, Dramatic uh, turn. Uh, I think most people think of him as a, a you know comedy actor. Um, did you you saw him in True Detective season two? 
I did. And you know what? It I found it really interesting because I'm just so used to him doing the likes of Wedding Crashers. Um, but he did a really great job in that one. So I'm interested to see him in this one. Yeah, he's uh, kind of very uh, neo-Nazi-ish, uh, shaved head. Looks like a, 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 a cool movie. Um, what do we have next? Solace. Solace. Holy mother of God. Looks like a match. Three murders. Identical MO. I need to go see him. This one looks spooky. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan, uh, you can see him right now in uh, The Walking Dead, the latest season. He plays Negan, the uh, master villain. In this movie, he plays uh, special FBI agent Joe Merriweather, and uh, he's having trouble solving a bunch of homicides, so he helps uh, uh, enlist uh, a former colleague, uh, Dr. John Clancy, who's played by Anthony Hopkins. So uh, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Could be, uh, could be a good one. Uh, let's switch gears now and uh, check out Crazy App of the Week. What do you got, Christina? Oh, my God. This one is truly crazy. Why? What's it called? This is called Theramore, um, and it's not out yet. And when it does come out, it's going to debut in Houston, Texas. Uh, but <laughs> just, I just... Just Houston, Texas. <laughs> yes. Okay. I guess that's going to be the testing ground. But I had to talk about it because I think it's crazy. Theramore. Fer- um, Theramore. So yes. this is online dating where they develop your matches using your DNA. You heard that right, Mike. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so they actually send you, when you sign up, they send you a little testing kit. So you swab the inside of your cheek and send that sucker right back to them. And then they use 11 DNA markers that are associated with your pheromones to actually find your matches on this uh, dating thing. This sounds a little, cr- like how do, how do they make that, that, that um, hookup? I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm baffled by this whole thing. Like how similar your DNA is? Isn't that bad? Like, no, I think it's, no, no, it's to do with the pheromones. So okay. um, pheromones are obviously those chemicals that uh, help people be attracted to each other. Um, and so, so, so they're they matching yeah. pheromones that they feel w- are compatible with each other. This sounds like crazy talk. It, it sounds like crazy talk to me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Pheromore debuting in Houston. Yes. So we'll have to see if uh, the rates of uh, marriage and babies in Houston rise over the next little while. <laughs> Does this interest you? I... No, I think this is crazy talk. This is like next level. I feel like we're going down a dark path with online dating as it is. And I think we've crossed into the next level with this app. That's oh all I'm going to say. There is no question. Faramore debuting in Houston for the iPhone? Um, yes. <laughs> Thank God. When we come back from the break, a lot more here on the app show. We will be looking at travel app of the week. Stay tuned. You are back with the app show. Time for one uh, goodie app before we go. It's a travel app of the week. Christina, what do we have? We have Air Help this week. Air Help. Yes. This one's available <laughs> for both platforms. It also has an online interface as well if you'd prefer to do it this that way. But uh, this one helps you submit claims when your trip is disrupted due to cancellations or delays. So it will automatically go through that process for you, it'll check if your flight is uh, eligible for compensation and you scan your boarding pass and it will just, uh, you know, put the claim through for you. 
oh my God, I am loving this. I know. Isn't that brilliant? Yeah, because I've just recently been traveling to Europe and Africa, and I had a few delays here and there. Does it do lost luggage? It does do lost luggage as well. Oh, sweet Jesus. I have to have this. This This is like a miracle. I know. It's fantastic. It uses all of the EU and US law pertaining to uh, what the airline is responsible for and puts uh, your claim through, takes care of all of the the hassle for you. Okay. This is going to be one of the best travel apps in a long time. Not saying the other ones were weak, but this one is- Gee, thanks, Mike. (laughs) This one is gold. This one is gold. Yes. I definitely encourage you to try it out if you've had any issues traveling. Fantastic. AirHelp, uh, available for iOS and Android. That's all the time we have left. Don't forget to visit our website, appshowradio.com, and also our sister show, Get Connected Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. here on CKNW. Mike, Christine, and Graham signing off. We'll see you again next time. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at cknw.com, the Radio Player Canada app, Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2, and on the AM dial, 980 CKNW.